Hey, Macrodosing listeners, you can find us every Tuesday and Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. If he falls, what happens? If he falls, he breaks his hip. <laughs> but like, what happens? He might have to pull like... a Hugh Freeze and, and coach from a bed up in the box. He might be up in Taylor's box. He almost <laughs> he almost sent Andy Reid directly inside Taylor's box. How about that D? How about that D? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Nano Dosing. It's Tuesday. It's February 13th. Valentine's Day is tomorrow. You guys celebrate Valentine's? <laughs> Just like saying it like a sixth grader. You guys got anything big planned? Nope. No. You and I are still going to be here shooting free throws. That's true, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be making love to, to the basket with Big T. That should be good. Me and Big T are about to go on this epic adventure for DraftKings. DraftKings is actually... Sponsoring macrodosing. We're excited to announce our partnership with the DraftKings Sportsbook. DraftKings will be our one-stop shop for all things betting. This week, new customers who deposit $5 or more can get a no-sweat bet up to $1,000 on any sport. You might ask, PFT, what is a no-sweat bet? Well, it's just like getting an offensive board. If you miss your first shot, you get another chance to score with a bonus bet back. You can also follow what all your favorite Barstool personalities are betting on by joining the Barstool betting group on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. I'm going to be making my bets there. You can see what I'm betting on in real time. You can choose to fade. It'll probably make you a lot of money if it was at the Super Bowl last night. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code MACRO. New customers get a no-sweat bet up to $1,000 if your first bet loses. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code MACRO. The crown is yours. Actually, I would like macrodosing to be a big partner with DraftKings. I want, if you don't have the DraftKings app, please use our code to sign up. Use code MACRO and you get that no sweat bet. It's up to $1,000 if your first bet loses. I'll give you a reason to become macrodosing followers on DraftKings. Arian Foster has gotten really into sports betting. Really into Maybe golf. Golf might be his wheelhouse. I'm going to try to set up a contest between him and Kirk maybe. Uh, Arian's betting on everything and he's loving it. And it's college football season. We got the NBA kicking in high gear. College, uh, college basketball season, excuse me. I would love for it to be. Yeah, college I would love for season. it to be too. That'd be that'd be amazing. What if they just did a surprise season? Be awesome. What if some of the like Power Five schools were like, "Hey, NCAA, we're just going to do our own season right now." Sorry. Well, this should be like the MAC should play February to April. Yeah, I like that. Get even worse weather for their games. Yeah, that's a good idea, Big T. But download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, and again, use code MACRO M A C R O. We're going to give you that no sweat bet up to $1,000 if your first bet loses. All right, we'll see you on the DraftKings app. And remember, follow Arian's golf picks. And uh, we're going to get Big T on there soon. And you can tail him. You can fade him. Uh, you can. Billy's got some proprietary algorithms that he uses to bet. So Billy's about to break Vegas. It's going to be, it's going to be yeah. a tunnel of chaos inside this app for Billy football. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. 
See dkng.com slash promos for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. All right. I it's I came out pretty nice last night. Did you? You won money on Just the because Bowl? I thought that they were going to rig it for Taylor Swift. Yep. So you were very astute, Billy. Congratulations. Patrick Mahomes is the great, greatest quarterback, maybe ever. I think the way that he's playing right now, I would say that he is he's probably the second best quarterback of all time. Yeah. Right now. If he retired today, I'd be like, yeah, second best. Do you think he could play in uh, the old rules, though? In what way? Like getting hit a lot? I feel like he could be one of those guys who, if he played under the old rules, he could have, like, his career could have just been ended. Well, yeah, but that's you anybody. Know? I know. He, he also takes you know, a, a lot of hits. Today. He's not, like, not getting hit. Right, right. You could say that about Brady, too. I mean, they changed the rule yeah. because Brady got well, tackled on his knee. Isn't it crazy how a lot of like uh, NFL QBs, Brady included, are like the game has changed. The X's and O's of the passing game has like been dumbed down in recent years. Yeah. And then like Joe Flacco hops in and kind of, you know, provides evidence for that claim. I don't know. I'm just saying. Wait, wait, what do you mean? Like they're saying that the passing concepts uh, have gotten dumbed down in the league and the secondaries are a little softer on that. Like the college game uh, has sort of leaked into the NFL, not just in the run game, but in the pass game and making it a little more like dumbed down. Because college defenses like, are focused on different defending the spread, that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, I don't know if Joe Flacco was evidence of that. He still just has a fucking cannon for an arm. Yeah. Uh, but the, the fact that he was able to like operate on such a high level, like guys back when were just on a different level schematically. Maybe. Which is something to think about. I'm not saying it. I, I would need a little more proof, but it's an interesting like concept. Okay. Uh, tell you what. I think there's a lot that we have to get into today. A lot on this yeah. dosing. Where do you want to start? Because there's like five different places we can go. I sat down in the room and one of the first things Big T said to me was like, you know, everybody's wrong. And that got me excited. I love hearing when Big T says that because when Big T says that, he's usually right. So, do you want to just start there? Well, so, um, I haven't listened to today's Pardon My Take. Are you uh, of the opinion that the 49ers were wrong to take the ball in overtime? I am, and I've been of that opinion. I've been of that opinion ever since I found out what the rule was, the rule change. Like, we talked about this a month ago, maybe, and I said, wait, you should probably kick off then in overtime. Why? Because you, you get an extra down on offense. So, let's say, hypothetically... Um, the it was reversed and the Chiefs had the ball first in overtime last night. Mm-hmm. They went down the field and they scored that touchdown, right? Yep. Then the 49ers go for it on that like fourth and four or whatever. And also every which they had the opportunity to do right, anyway. Right, but you would you would have to go for it on not just that one, but every single fourth down going down the field. So you get four downs per set no matter what. Okay. So the 49 the the Chiefs get the ball first score. Yep. 49ers go down and you get a fourth down conversion and they score. Yep. Now it's a sudden death game. You're giving the ball back to the Chiefs. You maybe, lose. maybe. Done deal. You no, lose. no. You're you're missing one important fact. What's that? If the 49ers take the ball down the field and they score a touchdown, you could go for two. You could end Again, the game by could going do that for the two. first time if you want. You could. Which yeah. that that would also be insane. But I was the, I was the actually, other thing yeah. that I haven't heard anyone talk about is a turnover. If you take the ball first, you go get down near the red zone and you turn it over. Well, now you at least have a chance to get a three and out, get a stop. You get the ball back in a sudden death game. 
every it is in a situation where if both teams score, it's the next score wins, you have to take the ball first. Have to. The advantage of that infinitely outweighs knowing what you need. You need to score. You're playing Patrick Mahomes in overtime the Super Bowl. You need to score a touchdown. So regardless. You, so you're saying that the opportunity to get to a sudden death situation with the ball in your hand, that outweighs knowing that you have to go for it on fourth downs? Yes. I don't think so because the Chiefs were going to go for two. If it was okay, tied, then it, you have the opportunity to stop them. Yeah, you do. But I'm. Just, do you know? Do you understand how much more of an advantage it is to know what you have to get? Like in college football, completely different game. It's a different game. You only, you know, you're operating within the what twenty five yards or whatever. But in pros, it's like the same concept where you know that you have to go for it on fourth downs. Right, but it's not it takes the all same the guesswork because you you know what you need starting five yards away from the red zone, not getting the ball at your own 15 potentially. Yeah, that it's, is it's a completely different thing. It is different, but I think it's a big advantage to knowing what you have to get. Also, if you you have the opportunity if you do get a stop on defense, then you get the ball and you have the opportunity to end the game right there. Sure, but all of this it's all relatively you the 49ers it's not like they didn't get a chance to score a touchdown. They had an opportunity to go score a touchdown. Yes. And they didn't do it. You know why they didn't score a touchdown? Because they kicked a field goal. Right. You know why they kicked the field goal? They could have gone. It would have been a defensible decision to go for that fourth down. I don't think it would have. It was it was close, but I Dan Campbell would have done it for sure. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think I don't think there's a planet in which the 49ers would go for that. Tell me this. Tell me this. If the 49ers took the ball second, each team scored a touchdown, and the Chiefs went down and kicked a field goal, they would be getting killed for not taking the ball. No, I don't think so. Because yes, absolutely. No, no, be, no because you know absolutely. why? Absolutely. I think if the Niners had scored that touchdown, they would have gone for two. That even, The right call. Even so. They definitely would have gone for two because in that situation, you're talking about giving the ball back to Patrick Mahomes and one score of any type beats you. Yes, then and going you have for the two would be to, the correct to call. To gain two yards and in the Super Bowl, I guarantee you Shanahan goes for two there. I agree. So then they don't get it. And yeah. then it's basically the same thing. That, that play call was necessitated by... The fact that they would have given the ball back and then they get killed for it. I don't think they get killed for it. I think they'd say he'd be he getting went, killed. He if, went for two to win the game. You have the opportunity to win the Super Bowl with two yards. That's a good. That's a good call. Do you guys think though that uh, the 49ers were actually not as well prepared as the Chiefs? That report that came out that like the Chiefs had been drilling it since uh, preseason and the 49ers didn't even know the rule. Uh, I don't know. They, they talked to some of the players on the 49ers that said they didn't know what to do. And the Chiefs said that they knew exactly what they were supposed to do, which is they want to kick the ball off, and they want they want to get the ball back. And if it's tied, they want to go for two on the second touchdown. That was their plan. So at least I mean, I kind of do believe that the Niners that the Niners might have not known because it's kind of a need to know basis. It's really just the coaches who need to execute decision making. Yeah, in regards to the timing, the clock, and possession. Whereas, I mean, hopefully the person picking uh, who came out for the coin flip, it was Fred Warner. Yeah, I think it was yeah, Fred, Fred Warner. Yeah. Like he should have known the consequences. But, you know, if a random uh, guy in the secondary or defensive lineman didn't exactly know the rules, I don't think that's as big of a deal. But if they really hadn't run through the scenarios in postseason uh, overtime, mm -hmm. that's a little concerning. I mean, Miko Hardman also didn't know. So it's not like the chiefs were 
like that much better. Yeah. We were trying to figure out the timing. Like no one really knew what happened when the time stopped comparatively they to last year. That was the big ends. question. It's just like a quarter. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think it's a pretty good possibility that the Chiefs were way more prepared for that than the Niners were. Yes, I think that's that's mm-hmm. definitely within the realm. Also, when they talked to Shanahan afterwards, he said he was playing kind of for uh, what you're thinking, Big T, which is you would score, they score, now it's sudden death and you have the ball. He was fast-forwarding through a lot of overtime and thinking what he would do in that situation. So that's why he wanted to get the ball first. Uh and he also said, but he was like, you know, we talked it over with the analytics department. And the way that he said it made me think that he didn't actually talk it over. Well, but he was he just al- like looking. He was just like, I think I'm going to blame the nerds for this one. Yeah. And analytics also, people just say analytics now. Not uh, It doesn't even mean anything anymore. Yeah. Analytic models are based on previous outcomes of what has happened in this situation. Like those bots on Twitter that are like fourth and two from yeah. your own 46. Uh, you should go for it. You have a X percent chance of being successful. If you punt, they have an X percent chance of scoring, whatever there are. This has never happened before. There are no, there's no data to base any analytics on. True. So when you're saying, Oh, the analytics said this, no, they didn't. There's no analytics for this. He's just talking about like game theory. Yes. Uh, he, he made the correct decision. I disagree. If they both score and the chiefs had gotten the ball third and went down, kicked a field goal, he'd be getting killed. The same. Well, you that, could, it, it, it would be worse than what people are saying about taking the ball. I don't you think could so. Apply, 100%. I don't think so. That's a, it's an interesting hypothetical, though. Would Kyle Shanahan be getting killed worse? Yes. If he had done the opposite thing and it had not worked. If Harrison Bucker kicks a field goal to win the Super Bowl and the Chiefs got two possessions, he got one. He might get fired. I like this take, Big T, and I hope Kyle's listening to this. I hope Kyle, Kyle, if you're out there, I hope so too. Fuck you. Having a F- where's the camera? <laughs> Fuck you. I'm so, I'm glad I'm glad he lost. I'm glad he I hate that son of a bitch. But but, but you have to respect his he made his call. the the correct call. I disagree. I disagree. It's fine. Team. That's what's great about this. Why country. do you hate Shanahan so much? Uh, because the Falcons had a 25 point lead the second half of the Super Bowl, and he was like, "What if we kept uh, throwing it with two okay. minutes left? That's where the beef and is. taking sacks okay. and holding penalties when we need a field goal to win, and then they lost." Um, how many points did Kyle Shanahan give up? That, no, that's a dumb argument uh, for several reasons. The The primary one being that Julio Jones makes the greatest catch in Super Bowl history with two minutes left, how, whatever time it was, at like the 20, 25-yard line. Mm-hmm. You had Matt Bryant, who was the best kicker in the NFL at the time, up eight. And they called, it, would, it went uh, holding penalty on a pass, yep. then a sack, and then they were out of field goal range, and then they punt, lose the game. It was a great hold drawn by Chris Long. I believe that was his hold. Yeah, that was tough. You're right. I, he didn't give up all those you points. You could have but... kneeled the ball three times, kicked the field goal, it's over. Yep, game over. And then, uh, so then he had another double-digit lead in the Super Bowl, lost it. And then uh, last night, another double-digit lead in the Super Bowl, and lost it. Yeah, I... Seems to have a problem. I don't... I don't think you can really blame Shanahan for this loss, besides the overtime thing. The overtime thing, that was his fuck That's up. That's the one thing he got right. Um, uh, but what, what else did he do wrong in this game? I feel like this was just – it was a tough game. There was a couple small mistakes here or there. The, the 49ers fumbled on that opening drive. That ended up being pretty big. And then the muff punt where it hit off one of the – was he a gunner? or uh, One of the guys on the side bounced off his leg. Yeah. Ray Ray tried to pick it up. He had to try to pick it up. 
Uh, at first, I was just like, Ray Ray, what the fuck are you yeah, doing? Yeah, I didn't see it hit off the foot either. Yeah, ran into but Ray I Ray. Chief, so I was happy about it. But. Ran into him at the team hotel this week. Ray Ray, smaller than I thought he'd be. All time fumble on my part. I just, I forgot to be like, hey, man, I love your brother. His brother was the JMU quarterback this year. Oh. Jordan McLeod, huh. yeah. I've seen that. I didn't know they were related. Yeah. You know who really did surprise me? And uh, I'm going to totally reverse my take on. Who? Travis Kelsey. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, Travis Kelsey lowered the shoulder. He did everything I said he couldn't. Into Andy Reid? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I know. Uh, like, uh, he got a very important first down at the end of the game, and he lowered his shoulder, and he brought it to a guy. Turns yeah. out he might be um, pretty good, huh? <laughs> no, I just – I he he's doing everything I didn't, and honestly, uh, maybe if I didn't make comments about it before the season, we wouldn't have seen it happen. So, Billy, so, so Billy, how much how much gratitude does Taylor Swift owe you personally <laughs> for having the night of her life and her boyfriend winning the Super Bowl and becoming the most talked about thing in the world? I'd say – I would say it's probably like 5%. Taylor Swift owes you some thanks. I I would say more like 2.5 um because I was just the embodiment of the haters that he was trying to, you know, I was the only one who talked shit to his face kind of. Um <laughs> I but bet. like you yeah, know, let's let's rewind and see exactly what talking shit to Travis Kelsey's face was and <laughs> how you really stood up for yourself in front of a Billy. No, no, I absolutely talked tail, but um uh, like, you know, subconsciously he was like, am I going to run out of bounds or am I going to take this guy head on? And there was probably something in there, some neurotransmitter that like had an emotional response to the haters, which were kind of embodied by me. Do you think he so. saw your face as he was running down the field with a ball in his hand? Do you think, cause that was the fastest he ran all season. Yeah. I mean, I have to say I, there, it's very possible, but also, uh, Kind of crazy going after Andy Reid like that. We p- people brushed by that too quickly. Uh, well, I don't think most people did. I think Tony Romo brushed by it way too quick, quickly when Tony Romo I, was like, uh, "They're just if, showing some fire on the sideline, Jim." If they had I lost, don't think it's that crazy. do you think that would have been a bigger deal? Yes, yes. Because after the game, uh, Berman was interviewing. He goes, "Oh, I was just telling him how much I loved him," and they all laugh like he like really ran into an old man like no not softly people get that dude i mean it's funny to make jokes about it but like that's just football like no no it to, is like, your absolutely teammate, but not to the that's coach. the guy it's the super bowl travis kelsey's out there manhandling grown-ass strong-ass able-bodied men like then he has to like show restraint when he's showing emotion with his coach. It's yes, like, yes, yes, actually, 100%. You just nailed no, it. No, 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 no. But like, <laughs> yep. no, you were right. You got game it. Mode. <laughs> he's in game mode. He can't stop. If it was in like after the game, but within those time allotments, that is a football game, like between the kickoff and the last whistle, people turn into different animals. Listen, was it the like, worst thing that I've ever seen? No. Was it Latrell Sprewell? No. But it was, it was not good. Even just yelling at the coach is one thing. Like he was mad about not being out there when was it when Pacheco fumbled or something? Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. And so like yelling, "Hey, put me out there! I'm one of your best players." That's one thing I would argue you shouldn't like scream at your coach. But that I respect the hell out that, of that though. Running up to your coach and like damn near knocking him over, very, very different. Yeah, and he he's got a new hip. He was hip? knocked off balance. He almost fell down. Dude, if you're Andy Reid. And you're like, you took a guy out and then he throws you like that. You're like, oh shit. Like we got to put this guy back out there. He's chomping at the bit. That's chomping at the bit. And I, <laughs> I respect the hell out of it. It's the Super Bowl, man. Like 
if your guy doesn't want to play and isn't showing that passion after getting taken out, then he shouldn't be there. Like Kelsey's a competitor. He wants to get out there. I respect the hell. Like people are going to be like, oh, because in the scope of like natural society and like civilization, not a good thing to do. But on a football field, that's kind of what you want to see. I like how Billy's going like civilians wouldn't get it. Again, he wasn't (laughs) on the football field. He was on the sideline. It's the football field. What if what if like, Antonio Brown had done something like that, Bill? <laughs> if if Antonio Brown did something like that, I'd understand. There's so many examples of guys freaking out on the sidelines. Odell Beckham, also a huge competitor, assaulted a kicking apparatus. Like it, it happened. Are those the same to you? Well, I mean, he hits he hit one of the uh, like members of staff on the sideline with it by accident. Like it wasn't as big of a moment, so it gets brushed past, but Shit like that happens on sidelines. Like there was like there's videos of Peyton Manning beefing with offensive linemen on the sideline and getting really into yeah, it. Yeah, you can beef. It was just he went a little bit over the top. Another can, player is also it was different. an accident. It was an accident. I don't think it was he an didn't accident. mean to manhandle his coach that hard. I, like, I think we can agree. Ask? I can agree that it's not the worst thing ever. And I understand passion being taken out of game. You want to get back in. Doesn't mean that you have to go up and like grab and and almost knock over your elderly coach. If Look, he if falls, what coach, happens? If he falls, he breaks his hip. <laughs> but like, what happens? He might have to pull like, a Hugh Freeze and, and coach from a bed up in the box. He might be up in Taylor's box. He almost <laughs> he almost sent Andy Reid directly inside Taylor's box. How about that D? How about that D? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If Andy Reid can't like being a football coach is a physical thing. If you're not able bodied enough to be a football it's coach, not, then you got to retire. Not, Shit like that happens phys- on the sideline. Joe Paterno. Got hit uh, out of bounds um, <laughs> and broke his leg, and he and he went through it. I mean, look. Remember also happens. when he shit himself? That was awesome. <laughs> what it's football? When Joe Pot crapped himself on the sideline, had to sprint to the locker room. When was this? Uh, Big T, look it up. It was right before Joe halftime, I think. Paterno shit pants. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take a, a pause while Big T looks at this for the first time. What I, year was this? Long time. The ago. funniest thing though is people saying that Travis Kelsey has jab rage, saying that the vax made him. Is that you? Angry. Is that you saying no, that? No, no, it's people online. <laughs> Your person online. I've never yeah, heard but that. I didn't say it, but like people being like the vax is the vax rage is insane. Like it's it's not roid rage, it's vax rage, and I was just like that is hilarious, dude. Billy, if if the vax caused you to get like super jacked up and angry. I would have taken it. You would have taken so many vaxes. <laughs> I would have gotten all the boosters. Yeah. <laughs> it seems all the Pfizer's. It seems the rabies vaccine did kind of go pretty hard though. <laughs> like I have a little bit of rabies in me. Yeah, but you remember that website? This might be after your time, Billy. Uh the website Arrowid. E R O W I D. I've heard of it. It's like it was like the Silk Road before. Not really the Silk Road, it's just for people to like describe their drug use. And the effects oh. of different drugs. It was like people would log their trips on this on this website. It's hilarious because you can look up like uh, getting some guy got high. He said because he uh, found a fire ant colony inside of his coffee machine, and he decided to brew one last pot. And then he drank the coffee, and he described his trip on the fire ant coffee. Uh, there's another dude that talks about licking frogs on there. Um, oh yeah, but yeah, it's just it's just a it's like you know bodybuilding form for drug use. Yes, I would like Billy to log on to there and describe how hard the rabies vaccine hit. <laughs> well, crazy, 
you'll find out in the oh if you're listening to this you are um last chance uganda comes out on valentine's day so if you're a fella who's feeling lonely come hang out with me and donnie as we embark on our first episode of what's going to be i think the greatest miniseries of all time i want to put together a whole movie and submit it to like sundance um because it is a really awesome series that you should check out it'll be out on wednesday night i'm gonna just say 7 p.m eastern time is probably a good time to get on to rumble and go to donnie's uh account um and it's it's going to be amazing so definitely check it out um but uh malaria medicine makes you a little emotional weird thing get ahead of that one yeah makes you like sometimes just it was it's really weird yeah but billy i mean you were just talking about travis kelsey like grabbing his coach when you're in war mode when you're in between those lines you're in between those lines oh, no and you that's cry. no no i'm talking about like it just makes you like like sappy emotional oh so like chris jones maybe chris jones took some yeah chris jones emotional okay. mm-hmm. a little no sean moreno got it uh yeah did you watch the video uh yeah i hadn't seen that before pretty 2006 good. they're playing number one ohio state pretty good right yeah that's uh it looked like he paul pierced himself yeah for sure um i'd like to ask the swifties on this podcast a question so um <laughs> billy big t i have a question for you uh no uh ladies when you saw Travis Kelsey assault Andy Reid on the sideline. Yeah, I know that was a bad look. What walk me through the different reactions you had and how far how <laughs> no. much you had to think about it to Mentally. to justify it being okay. Uh I actually I wasn't like I would never justify that cuz I was yeah, like that was not that's uncalled for. That that one was one where I was like Ugh, like you can't do that. I was not a fan of that move. No. And I whatever Billy was saying about like in the heat of war, whatever. Like, I think people were taking it too far when they were like on Twitter being like, oh, well, Taylor Swift is gonna, you know, get the brunt of this later tonight if they lose. I don't think he's like that. Yeah, I think it's a different but, situation. Do you think it's but, Taylor's fault that maybe she's driving him so crazy that he's suffering through these mental outbreaks? No, I don't think so. I think it might be Taylor's I fault. I think it was the fact that he didn't get in the game in the first half or he didn't got no, he got no targets the first half. I don't think it had anything to do with Taylor Swift. But yeah, I, so. I I will say tough look for my guy Travis. Yeah, yeah. There's really not. no there's really no like upside to that one. That's it's just a bad look. No, he shook an old man. Yeah, no. Like I'm I'm not even trying to like defend him there. Like it was yeah, it, it was, was a bad. I, yeah, I would never defend that. It was it's a bad so, look. Like aggressive. Do you think after the game, Andy Reid, like obviously a very very celebratory locker room, they're having a great time. Do you think Andy's like, hey, uh, Travis, just come to my office for a second yeah like let's talk about what happened i know we're all happy here but what the fuck was that <laughs> well but then in like the press co- again and maybe this is andy reed being like you know trying to sweep it on the rug andy reed was like oh that's just travis <laughs> but i yeah like do you have a talk about that because i was when i was watching the game with some people and i was like yeah like does travis get in trouble for that and they were like not in your not when you're travis kelsey like Kadarius Tony maybe right gets in trouble for that, but Travis Kelsey I'm sure has a longer leash than most people on the Chiefs. Yeah, disciplinary. Also, last game of the year helps as well for sure. Yeah, Win you, or lose for sure. Because yeah. if yeah, that happens in happen. Week Six, then the the rest of the season. Right, like yeah. maybe he gets suspended for a game. Like yeah, is he going to practice with the team? Right, right. Yeah, I, comes yeah. The story. I think he was again like I'm not trying to defend him. I didn't think that was a very nice thing of him to do. 
I think the only thing is like, yeah, he was just so heated and frustrated by his lack of targets. Maybe suspend him for the parade. No, he'd kill himself. (laughs) He'd be so upset. It was completely appropriate for Travis Kelsey to react that way. That man is built for a parade. So is that appropriate like all the time for football players in? No, no. In his position, him or Patrick Mahomes, like only him or Patrick Mahomes could have done that. So star players can do it. Yes, absolutely. Star players can like get physical with the coach. Yeah, dude. I mean, if I'm a coach and I take a guy out because I think that he's like playing a little soft or something and like missing a block or something, and he comes back to me with that, I'm like, okay, he's got the message. Let's put him back in there. If you're a star, you can do it. You can do anything. Yeah. yeah. I do feel like, like you go different right up to him, grab him by the pussy. <laughs> no, look, dude. I mean, look, if you are Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey's probably been one of the biggest distractions to your football team just with his antics of, you know, dating a superstar. Not that it's negative, it's just a thing. And then you see him, you know, miss antics. a block or he's not, you know, getting uh as aggressive in the blocking game and you take him out, put another guy in and then he comes back with that sort of hyped up aggression, maybe he's being a little lackadaisical. You're wondering if he was partying with Taylor in the past week or, you know, like secretly at the Grammys or something and you're pissing him and he comes back with that, that means he's ready to go. Yeah. Uh, that means I put him back in the game. So I, it's a fucking super. It is, it is crazy. It's crazy to think though, like the, what the chiefs have overcome. Cause I think that the Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey storyline that could have been, we, we use the word distraction a lot in sports. It's like, Oh, that's a distraction. That's a distraction. Uh, 99% of the time, nothing is a distraction. The Taylor Swift storyline with everything that went along with it this year absolutely could have been the biggest distraction of all time. Totally. Like it yeah. could have the, the Chiefs could have suffered tremendously if they hadn't had their shit together and dealt with it in a productive manner. But um the fact that it was like the biggest storyline in the world in an election year for about six months and they still won a Super Bowl, there's like a lot of credit you have to give to the Chiefs. And you know what? I'm oh, gonna yeah. give I'm gonna give credit. It to seems Taylor. to have helped them. I'm gonna give credit to Taylor Swift too. Thank you. I'm, I'm gonna I'll say that like <laughs> this could have gone. She handled it perfectly in that it could have very negatively impacted the Chiefs this year. And you could make the argument that she she stayed behind the scenes as much as it was up to her. Yeah. So every time she's on TV, that's not Taylor with a camera being like, now it's time for my shot. That's the broadcasters mm-hmm. who want her on TV because more people will tune in if they get to see reaction shots of her. Mm-hmm. So like she wasn't going out of her way that much to make her and the Chiefs a big storyline. As far as we know, she's just dating a guy. This is what he does. She's supporting him. So I think, I think all in all, the Chiefs and, yeah, Taylor, they deserve credit for not letting this spiral out of control and affect the season. I think most people who are trying to make it into distraction were just people like in the media that if you're a sports reporter, you're like a distraction. Oh, it's a distraction. Or if you're just uh, somebody online that likes to be like, this is, I hate this bitch. Then you can make it into a distraction as much as you want to. But all in all, I think it played out, played out pretty well. So credit to the chiefs. Yeah. Yeah. And the, did you guys see the videos of them singing love story to each other? I did not. I no. Come on. <laughs> I don't want to see it's, that. It's real. That's an intimate moment that that should not be shared. <laughs> Jason Kelsey, though. Oh yeah. It, 
in the mask is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome move by him. He so was literally good. running around. Wait, they sang Romeo. Overalls, they sang the song Luch, about Romeo Luch and Juliet. Yeah. Uh, is, isn't Romeo and Juliet? Isn't that a play about pedophilia? No. You're thinking of kind uh, of. Think, well, yeah. they are. They yeah, are they younger. Are. Yeah, but they're both minors. All right, so they're now both minors. now I'm back on Jack Posobiec's side. <laughs> <laughs> they're both Satanic. minors, though, in Romeo and Juliet. Sometimes it doesn't matter. No, what? like a 15 year old can't date a 12 year old Billy. <laughs> she was 13. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> it still feels weird. Romeo. It is weird. It is weird. The weirdest thing is that they had a nudity scene in the original movie that in that actor was underage. That Romeo is, is 16 and Juliet is 13. Mm, that's no, yeah. no. Yeah, that's not, that's not But okay. that's not what she's talking about in the song. Um, I don't know. Mm-mm. I don't know. I'm going to wait for Okay, Joe Biden out. putting out that. Uh, Dark you know, Brandon. Dark Brandon, like it's all going to plan tweet, like doesn't help. I Isn't worth the laughs. I, I think, okay, I'm not a Joe Biden fan. Don't like the guy. Haven't liked him for a long time. Since probably 2002, I decided I would no longer like Joe Biden. Um. That was funny. It was funny because of because of everybody out there being like, "Oh, this is a psyop." I, for what reason I don't know, uh, but it's a psyop, a government psyop saying Taylor Swift is going to be on your TV to get more votes for Biden or whatever. If you think Biden could pull something like that off, uh, I don't know which president you've been watching, but uh, for him to just be like, "Yep, it's all going according to my plan." You guys were right. It's a psyop. That that's pretty funny. And then I read a lot of the replies to it, and people are getting angry, and they're like. I can't believe they're admitting it out in the open now. Like this is this is what they love to do. They tell you what they're going to do and they do it. Wake up and get out of the bread and circus. It's very funny that like no matter what he does, people will be like, "See, more evidence." He had no I just idea think he was in he, bad if, taste for stuff that was going on around the world at that exact moment. What do you mean? Like there was just the Super Bowl? Ter- no, like certain Israel basically did a bombing campaign purposely during the Super Bowl so that like mass media wouldn't pick it up. And it's then he just puts that out. Like, shouldn't he be paying attention to like global affairs? I I, I mean, he, he didn't I, tweet it. Yeah, I personally don't he care. He was asleep. I don't care what it's not like Trump logging on to Truth Social and firing off his thoughts from the toilet, which I, I personally believe Donald Trump, he, he spends a lot of time online. He's writing those posts himself. Oh, yeah. Joe Biden doesn't know what a phone is. Pal, he doesn't know. Ask him who won the game. He couldn't tell you. Probably he, not. He was asleep in the first quarter. Yeah. Uh, so I don't think Joe sent that out, Billy. I know, I know. But still, there should just like... Anyway. Were you upset because you thought he was admitting to it? No, I just... I didn't think it was fun. Like, it's just like in the scope of things, yes, it's funny. But like... Really? You were upset because Israel... I wasn't upset. I was just like, what the hell? So because Israel was allegedly conducting a bombing campaign at that time, that's the only reason you got mad about that. No, no. I'm just like, in the scope of things, like, really? You're going to, like, get in on the Taylor Swift? Like, it just adds fuel to the fire. He's making a joke about people that, that are, like, dumb enough to believe that the United States government is making Taylor Swift date Travis Kelsey. Okay, no, that's not exactly... What do you mean? He's just saying that, I don't know, just the combination of the Chiefs winning, it's all going to according to plan, and that there's some, like, it just adds fuel to the fire. He was making fun oh. of people that believe that. 
Uh, okay. I don't know if that, how should that add fuel to the fire? Well, now people are actually going to think that some shit's going on and they're going to get more crackpot crazy conspiracies. They're going to get crackpot conspiracies about everything, no matter what. Again, okay. I, I want to say, like, I do not like Joe Biden. I think he's a bad president. I think that uh, we can do a lot better as a country than Joe Biden. Um, but that was a funny tweet. Okay, it was a little funny. It was a little funny. Billy's just upset because funny. secretly Billy thinks that it is a psyop. And Joe Biden is now making fun of him personally. Also, Joe, it was tweeted by a 26-year-old. For sure. So... Joe Biden is kind of owning you right now, Billy. He owned you last night. Yeah, you're kind of letting him get in your head. I'm disappointed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But what else was going on? Ice Spice was in the booth. She was. She was in the booth. Did you see? Okay, so one of my favorite Super Bowl traditions, and this goes back. I'm trying to remember the first year I recall. I think it was probably seven years ago. Um, after every halftime performance, you have to find – the satanic imagery that was being used. Oh. And uh, some people were saying Ice Spice. Now, she wasn't in the halftime show, but when Taylor was chugging her beer up in the booth, Ice Spice made like the devil horns, and she was wearing an upside-down cross uh, in the booth, in the box, excuse me. And uh, people were like, they're at it again, rubbing satanic imagery right in your face. I just love the idea that the Super Bowl is where people go to just like try to infiltrate America's mind with Satan. Well, you forgot the other uh, Balenciaga she was also wearing, so people thought it oh. was part of that. Remember that whole thing? Yeah, that was weird. That was weird. That was fucked up. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't know Ice Spice was so small. By the way, everyone was saying start? that she needed like football explained to her. Dude, her brother is the starting quarterback for Iona Prep and like I think is getting serious D1 looks. Like she knows football. Mm, I don't know if she knows football just because her brother. <laughs> she, plays no, football. she's probably at all those prep games. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, I'm she's, just saying. She's she's so had, how would anyone prep. else know that? Her brother it's not played. like she's never watched football. Who was saying that she needed help? Well, there were screenshots of people like telling her what was going on. Oh, okay. Which would be a good indicator that she needs help knowing yeah, what's going I, on. I didn't see those. I'm I'm vouching. I think that's like extremely uh, uh, sexist that people would expect her to <laughs> no, not know No, but like football. the screenshots were like Taylor Swift explaining. It, it was it like to her. it was pretty obvious they were explaining yeah. what's going on there. I like how Billy's or like that's. Could, it's very sexist to think that she doesn't know football, but Billy's really just standing up for the sanctity of an Iona Prep quarterback <laughs> that happens to be her brother. <laughs> like he's so good at football that she definitely knows football. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did you guys think of the halftime um, show? It was the first one I recall really enjoying. It started off kind of slow. Mm -hmm. I thought the whole thing was really good. And I don't usually either dislike it or don't care. But yeah. this was the first one I recall like really liking. The roller skates were amazing. Awesome. Yeah, what a ballsy wild. move by Usher to go out on that on that stage and roller skates. I think he like skates for fun. Yeah. I saw a video today of him at like a skating rink. He just goes and skates. He's good. Mm. He's good. And uh is it is it her or H E R? Her. Okay. Nobody nobody on PMT could tell me. Um hmm. because I guess we're uncultured swine. I love her. Hers yeah, no, her rocks. That. Her came out and she was playing the guitar. And I was like, okay, that's a really fancy looking guitar. She's moving around a lot on stage. I wonder if she's actually playing that. And I watched her play, and she was fucking ripping that thing. She's really good. She's a very, very good musician. Good musician. She's, I think she has a couple Grammys. Like she's great. I got to listen to more of her stuff because when she was playing that thing, I was like, that. It's not 
it's not the same, but it reminded me of Prince. Like the tone that she was getting and the the way she was playing it. She's good. I got to look into her catalog. I'm a her fan. You forget how many hits Usher's had. He does have jams. Been doing yeah. it a long time. He's got some jams. Nice and Slow was awesome. Uh, and then Lil John comes out. That was the Lil best. Lil John was dope. Lil John rocked. Jermaine Dupri. Yeah. Uh, Luda. Mm-hmm. I really wanted Justin Bieber. Yeah. I thought we were going to get it. How was uh, Ludacris, Usher, Jermaine Dupri not the halftime show in Atlanta? Who was the halftime show? Fucking Maroon 5. That is that is insane. <laughs> like, that was awesome, and it was all Atlanta, guys. Outcast. Did get, I, no, no, I'm saying get Outcast. Oh, yeah. Well, that's who people wanted when it was in Atlanta. It should have been Outcast featuring Ludacris, featuring Jermaine Dupri, featuring all those guys. Like, But that halftime show last night, even if you couldn't get Outcast, Usher and that crew, incredible. Yeah. It was great. Lil John. Just bangers, bangers on bangers. So that was cool. I like the halftime show too. Any commercials stood out to you guys? Commercials, commercials were boring. besides the Dunkin' Donuts one. What else was there? When did we decide that every Super Bowl commercial was just going to be a celebrity? I know that's the it's. There's no creativity, and it. it's just like, what celebrity can we pay the most to do our? Commercial? I don't remember the last really good one. And now they put them out like the week Early. before. Yeah, that's yeah. They do screeners. I usually point. like the baby. Is that E Trade? Yeah, but it wasn't. This year wasn't really that funny. I liked the Beyonce one. Yep, with Tony Hale. Mm-hmm. That one was fun. Verizon. Tamu came up eight thousand times. Oh yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, but Big T makes a good point. Like I can't remember the last good Super Bowl commercial. Like it used to be every year the the day after the Super Bowl you would debate like which out of these three mm. to five was like the best because they were all awesome and now it's just either weird like political statements or the brands Jesus. trying Jesus, yeah. to be Jeez. um like it's just like don't touch my mama don't touch my Doritos all time goat and now you just don't I think get commercials like that anymore has it become so expensive for ad time during the Super Bowl that only certain people are too afraid for it to cause negative backlash. I think it's gotten so expensive that companies are afraid to spend that much money on it without being able to promise, oh, well, we've got this star, you know? Not Timu. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're going to justify a Dunkin' Donuts commercial, you're like, well, we got Matt Damon, Ben Affleck. And they're like, okay, that makes sense why we're spending this money. But it used to be, yeah, we'll spend one, two, three million dollars and just trust us that it's going to be funny. It's, it's sad. It's sad. What's actually funniest commercial was JFK Jr. For, or RFK Jr. for president. Yeah, oh that was hilarious. Yeah. Kennedy, Kennedy. Hey, don't forget I'm related to that guy. Yeah. It Who, wasn't his campaign that ran it, but. Yeah. So they gave him a lot of shit for it. It was, it said on there, not affiliated with the RFK Jr. for president committee or whatever. Uh, it was his, it was a super PAC that is raising money for him. So some guy just decided to buy a Super Bowl halftime com- or Super Bowl commercial for F- RFK Jr. And then RFK Jr., I'm reading this article Billy sent over. He apologized for it. He said, I'm so sorry if the Super Bowl advertisement caused anyone in my family pain. The ad was created and aired by the American Values Super PAC without any involvement or approval from my campaign. FEC rules prohibit Super PACs from consulting with me or my staff. I love you all. God bless you. Good statement from RFK Jr., and then, despite Kennedy's apology and his claim that his campaign was not involved, the ad remained pinned to the top of his ex profile as of Monday morning. So, yeah, he's very sorry. He's sorry. But that was, Who? that was so funny. Like, 
maybe the maybe the most hilarious way to light seven million dollars on fire. Who do you think's more embarrassed about uh, an unsolicited ad? Jesus or RFK Jr.? No, Jesus is happy. <laughs> Jesus is very happy. They they accurate accurately portrayed him as being a foot guy. <laughs> Washing feet, baby. Yeah, that was there's so I don't also understand who like I don't understand who's doing the Jesus marketing. Hobby, hobby like, lobby. He gets us. Like I don't understand what they're trying to do. Just like get Jesus in the public again? I guess I so. actually think the funniest one was the two dudes sharing the foot bath on a porch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> those those guys are having a good time. Quentin Tarantino directed that. <laughs> good yeah. One. So it'd be it'd be very funny if the Church of Satan got an ad <laughs> that ran like right behind Jesus's. Well, they did. They had ice spice. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They didn't have to pay that much for it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anything else we want to talk about from the game? Uh, Jawan Jennings should have won MVP. Yeah, Big T Got had stolen. Big T had Jawan Jennings. It's the greatest ticket of all time. Pain. I mean, when he threw that touchdown pass, you were like, maybe. Well, when he threw it, I was like, that's what we needed to have a chance. I yeah. was like, now if he catches one, I mean, that should be a, a pretty good case that he catches. Them. I'm like, okay, it's, if they win, it's in the bag. One of two guys in Super Bowl history to throw and catch a touchdown. Yep, Nick yeah, Foles. Nick Foles, yeah. Um, yeah, it was awesome. And it was the exact same play uh, that Tennessee ran against Florida in 2016 where he threw a touchdown. I, I forgot that he was such a good quarterback coming out of high school. Elite quarterback. He was recruited to Tennessee as a quarterback. He was top five in the country. Yep. Ahead of Burrow and Lamar. Damn. Did not know that. I believe it was Mr. Basketball in Tennessee as well. Did we find out who streaked and then sucked at it? I don't know. Not sure who it was, but uh, it's not a streaker. Oh, because they weren't naked? He was wearing pants, yeah. We need a word for... Because, like, you just call it a streaker no matter what. Asshole. Yeah. Trespasser. Yeah, trespasser. If you're going to streak, I respect a streaker. If you go balls out, if everything's hanging out there, like, tip of the cap to you. Like, good job. Way to show commitment to it. If you go out there and you're you're wearing pants or bodysuit, or anything like that, you're wasting my time. You should be dealt with. They rocked those guys, too. They jacked them up. I mean, the one guy just gave up. Was it Vitaly? Who? Vitaly. He's back recently. Who's Vi- Do you guys remember Vitaly, the old YouTuber who, like, got – he, like, assaulted a woman because he was so fucked up? And got arrested. Now he's back. I think you're the only person here that has uh, any idea what you're talking about. He literally was like the biggest YouTuber at one point. But he's back? Yeah, because he got arrested. Yeah, haven't you heard? No, I did not hear. Free Vitaly? Yeah. Actually, no, he, he assaulted a woman. Those prank no. videos? Oh, prank videos. Okay. Yeah, he was like an OG prank video guy. Prank videos are so funny. Oh, he's a, he's a Russian guy. That's why Billy loves him. <laughs> He's not Russian. He's American. Vitaly Zorovetsky, uh, better known by his YouTube name, Vitaly ZDTV, is a U.S.-based Russian YouTube personality. I'm not a fan of him. He's just like... You sound, he's in that you whole, sound like, like a sneak. fan. I'm not a fan. He's in that, like, like you have to pay attention online because it's part of our jobs. And there's this whole group of, like, streamers. They call themselves, like, Sneeko, Neon. They're, like, hanging out with Bradley Martin a lot. 
it's like something that I like is not like I, I have no idea much about what they do, but they like all stream in now Vitaly. I don't know. Also, it's, he's literally from Russia. He is Russian. I know, but he's not like related to Russia. Like as in like he's a he's Russian part of person. Putin. Yeah, but he's not like a Putin. Like not everyone who's Russian has to do with the like current administration there. And like, uh, did, did I say that? I, I said he's Russian. Said he's Russian. Well, you, you're implying it. You were implying it. I said he's Russian. You were implying that the way you said. But it. I said he's what a Putin talk about, uh, <laughs> gremlin. If you actually, if you actually want to talk about uh, like stuff that comes to that, the Tucker Carlson interview was a roller coaster. Did any of you guys watch it? I I saw some of it. Is boring. I just thought it was really boring. Yeah, I saw. It was, there was one clip that was very funny when when Putin was like. Uh, you know, your CIA, which I understand you wanted to be a part of, but thank God that didn't happen. Just roasted Tucker to his face about not not making the CIA. Yeah, and then Tucker tried to hail Mary in the last five minutes and be like, hey, can you release the hostage? <laughs> yeah, like he, he like, snuck literally, that in? Yeah, he was like, hey, do you want to like release this hostage, this like uh, Washington Post reporter and have him come back with us? Like, that that's crazy. What Putin like, say? Putin was like, uh, basically, Tucker was like, he's not a spy; he's just a journalist kid. And Putin was like, we're doing back channel negotiations to like exchange, do a prisoner swap. Uh, like we we will discuss this at a later date. Like just dismissing it. It was pretty wild. Putin, the the like, Basically, Tucker was like, why'd you invade Ukraine? And then Putin literally said, well, it all starts in 800 AD, like literally <laughs> thousands of years ago. And he like does this whole description. It actually made him like, like Putin didn't come off as like, I don't think he wanted to because Tucker Tucker was trying to get him to shit talk the Biden administration and basically be like, yeah. Biden's the reason why this war happened and he didn't bite on that at all. He said I don't remember the last time I spoke to Biden and like he didn't hit the talking points that Tucker wanted him to and also he kind of didn't like reveal anything new about the situation. He basically kind of didn't help himself and said like the reason why we invade Ukraine is because the Ukrainians are actually Russian. Uh here's proof from 800 AD when a Polish king was gifted Ukraine, mm -hmm. which really means outskirts of Russia. Uh like that's and he didn't help like not that it was supposed to, but like Putin could have like made a you know if he wanted to describe why he did it. It's just it didn't make him look good at all. So you think it, I mean, not, would it have made him look good if he was like, I invaded Ukraine because Joe Biden is weak? No, but it would have, you know, had more political implications. It kind of was just like a, a, a nothing burger. And then Tucker kind of looked like a bitch. Billy, can I ask some, you have to answer truthfully. Uh -huh. Were you, were you hoping Putin was going to say I invaded Ukraine because Joe Biden does not inspire fear? I was hoping that we would have gotten better insight to the situation, and we did it. Sounds like he gave you a lot of insight, though. He took it all the way back to eight hundred, right? But like nothing, but not the insight historical. you wanted. No, like just if he had said, like, "Hey, we like know for a fact that you know he kind of was he was going with like this golden billion thing that apparently is a cons he kept referencing the golden billion, 
which is like a, a Russian conspiracy theory that like uh, there's a group, a cabal of people trying to do as much as they can for the golden billion people and like try to stockpile all the wealth to like get this gold, which was weird. But, you know, it kind of he just basically said that he invaded Ukraine because like Ukrainians aren't actually like Ukraine doesn't exist. It's actually Hungarians and Russians split between a country. Mm -hmm. So and yeah, Tucker kind of looked like a bitch. And then uh, Tucker tried to take the angle like, how can you call yourself a Christian if you invaded and did all this terrible stuff, which was probably his like only poignant question, like aggressive question and he kind of totally navigated that i don't know i wasn't trying like the reason i was watching is because i think like uh william randolph hearst interviewed hitler like in 1933 and it like laid out a bunch of stuff that was applicable in the future so like watching that interview is kind of like is important for just like seeing how stuff's going to play out in the next 20 years mm-hmm Whatever happened like, to Putin being really sick? He looked healthy. Yeah, that's that was also something. I was like, I wanted him to be sick because hopefully it would end. Yeah. And like I was hoping Tucker would like try to give him uh, a little upper lipper six milli and see if he died. That would rock. Like imagine if Tucker was just like, yo, pop this with me. And then Putin couldn't handle the six milli and he just dropped dead. He's like, I'm used to threes. Yeah, he's an assassin. He gives him a three, like like Putin's always rolling around with threes. Tucker hits yeah. him with his first six, and he dies. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was hoping would happen. Uh, what, but it did. So, what what were the good parts of the interview? Uh, I guess let me rephrase that. If those were the only two parts where Tucker pushed back a lot or or tried to ask him hard questions, yeah, what was the rest of the interview like? Because I scrolled. The rest through of the it. interview was just like Tucker trying to ask questions, and then Putin being like, "I have not finished with the last question." And then just like bulldozing him, steamrolled. <laughs> like it was kind of he. Not that anyone else. He probably was afraid for his life that if he did a bad interview, he'd get you know detained and not allowed to go home. Um, yeah. But you know, it didn't really reveal anything we didn't know. If Tucker had been detained, mm -hmm. do you think Biden fights to get him out? Yeah, because that would be like a he would use that as a look. What I did. Yeah. It'd be his, no. it'd be his ASAP Rocky moment. Yeah, no, I don't get think back so home because ASAP, ASAP, <laughs> all time tweet. Because People forget there are Trump other got uh, Leangelo Ball out of China too. It's true, yeah, yeah. The thing is, there's other journalists currently in Russia, right. That haven't been, you know, that negotiations haven't been going that well. To there's like a lot. Like yes, we got Brittany Griner back, but we had to give the Merchant of Death. And we don't have that many merchants of death. Uh, you know, we kind of gave away our biggest bargaining chip. So I, it would be pretty damn hard. Yeah. I just wonder about the implications that would come out of that. If he had been detained there, like, what does Alex Jones do? Does Alex go over there with, like, his team and try to exfiltrate him? <laughs> oh, my God. It would have been, been very funny to see. That have been wild. Yeah. But it was it was uh, interesting from a historical standpoint. It was, I guess. Uh, I'm going to have to watch it. You've you've inspired me to watch the whole thing, so I'll check it out. Uh, Wait, I actually have some more notes on it. Okay. Yeah, unload the clip. Let me see if I missed anything. 
Yeah, he tried to free Evan Gershowitz, and that was pretty wild. And Putin was just like, no. Oh, and then Putin gave this one story about how uh, Russians were surrounding a Ukrainian uh, squadron, and then they were like, guys, surrender. We have you surrounded. And the Ukrainian said in perfect Russian, Russians don't surrender. Being like, the Ukrainians even think that they're Russian, which was just weird. Mm-hmm. It went totally a lie. Yeah. Also, he said that President George Bush was pretty chill. Yeah, they liked each other. You know what? Yeah. I, I love George Bush's nicknames for people. He called mm-hmm. he called Putin Pooty Poot. I saw a TikTok of Bush telling a story about Putin the other day, and he was like, uh, basically the the moral of it was like that he was very wary of Putin. Really? He, he said uh, when Putin came to the White House, he had a Scottish Terrier, I think, Bush did. Yeah. And Putin said, like, uh, you have very small dog. My dog is much bigger. <laughs> and Bush was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. And then he said when he went to Russia, Putin was like, look how much bigger my dog is. Like, look how much better my dog is. And he said, basically, when people tell you who they are, listen. So that's, and, to me, that's that's hindsight because I distinctly remember when Putin was, uh, he was visiting, and I think when they first met, W said, like, I looked him in the eye, and I found him to be quite trustworthy and thoughtful, I think. So he liked him at the time, but now he's like, yeah, bad guy. Still, that's a funny move on Putin's part to just be like, my dog much better. When Putin when- introduced George W. Bush to his dog, Putin stated she is, quote, tougher, faster, and meaner than Barney, which was Bush's dog. <laughs> well, did, that's not the funniest dog-related thing. Uh, Putin's done with foreign leaders. He brought a big ass dog uh, when Merkel, the German chancellor, was meeting with him because he knew that she was afraid of big dogs. Also, Bush was the whole reason that uh, he gave when Tucker asked him, well, if you really thought this about Ukraine should be Russia, why didn't you take action on this 20 years ago when you first got into power? And he was like, because George Bush was chill was basically what he said. (laughs) Um, very, very underrated story, but you guys remember when Putin stole a Super Bowl ring? Yeah. Oh Putin's yeah. He's got a ring. Kraft. Putin has a Super Bowl ring. So in 2005, Robert Kraft was in Russia and he was over there with a friend who was the president of Citigroup and Kraft just got a Super Bowl ring for the Pats Super Bowl win. So he showed the ring off to his friend. After seeing it, his friend said, show the ring to Putin. Kraft did an interview about the ring for an episode of NFL Films' upcoming series called 50 Rings, 50 Days. And in that story, he showed Putin the ring. Putin took the ring for him and then claimed it was a gift and never gave it back. That's that's fucking cool. It's goaded. That's goaded, yes. And nobody's going to do a damn thing about it. That's basically what he's trying to do with Ukraine. I mean, it's not like that attitude is extremely expansionist and we should really try to curtail him from expanding because he just wants to take everything so he took out the ring he showed it to putin putin puts it on and he says i can kill someone with this ring (laughs) robert Kraft put his hand (coughs) excuse me robert Kraft put his hand out and putin put the ring in his pocket three kgb guys got around him and they walked out the White House got on the phone with him and said it would really be in the best interest of U.S.-Soviet relations if you meant to give the ring as a present, is what he was told. That's awesome. That's awesome. Just stole a Super Bowl ring from Kraft. Would you raise a stink with the U.S. government over a Super Bowl ring if you had multiple? 
If you had one, I feel like the answer is definitely yes. Yes, correct. If it, you have six. If I have six, it's almost better that I, I'm missing one and then somebody's like, where's the other one? It is a cool story. Vladimir Putin stole it from me. Once you, and the sixth is awkward, like it goes to the other hand anyway. Yeah. Once you have five, you're five kind of set. You can do the yeah thing with one hand. Yeah. But if you have one Super Bowl ring in the U.S. government, it's like, we'd really appreciate it if you uh, didn't make a fuss about this. I, I think I'd make a fuss. I bet you Putin has killed somebody with that ring. If your initial reaction yeah, right? is like, man, I could kill someone with this, and you're Putin who murders people all the time, yeah. you definitely murder somebody with that ring. That ring's got, got bodies on Which it. Which, again, sure. kind of cool. Kind of cool killing people with jewelry, yeah. Shouldn't do it, but as killing people goes, yeah, that's kind of sick. There was one particular video I wanted to discuss that happened while I was gone. Uh, Billy, <laughs> your basketball video. Oh, yes. First of all, <laughs> first of all congratulations. I think Billy learned Final Cut Pro so that he could make a video <laughs> of him not looking bad at basketball. Um, the amount of effort that was spent on that video, Billy, <laughs> was it, I was just cracking up when I was over in Vegas because me and Hank were watching it. And <laughs> Hank was saying, like, uh, think about all the effort that Billy put in. He's, he hasn't put as much effort into this. <laughs> or he hasn't put as much effort into anything as he's put into this in his career oh, at school. he was kind of joking but you did <laughs> you you like broke it down you were narrating it and my favorite parts of the narration where you'd say something be like and watch this i'm gonna hit this and then you'd miss it <laughs> and um a lot of people were saying that you were trying real hard on the offensive glass that arian wasn't really trying for rebounds now you did beat him you ended up beating him um, look but, a win is a win but billy uh, just talk me through Everything that came into the making of this video, because I know there's a lot that went into it and the reasons why you wanted to make it. Well, look, you know, I'm all about content. And I told the guys at Viva TV, I was like, yo, I beat Arian in one on one after he like talked all that trash in that game. Mm -hmm. Like it's on the it's in the security tapes. Like, check it out. Like it would be it would add to the video like because it was a great sequence. Like Big T and Arian did beat uh, Nikki Smokes and I at basketball, but you know I got him later. Like that—that's great content. And then it just never came out. And then I just got the like, I got the name Billy Bricklayer, and I'm just like, what the fuck? Like when when did I apparently become like? Look, I had a bad shooting game in that two on two game. Nikki Smokes was hot, so I had a couple misses, and I was just feeding Nikki Smokes. So I'm on a campaign to put out good basketball propaganda about myself and this weekend i filmed a whole pickup game of uh myself playing and that's gonna come out soon because i'm tired of all this fucking basketball slander that i'm bad at basketball i beat arian in one-on-one -on -one. by the way anyone talking shit about getting offensive rebounds in one-on-one -on -one, you're a fucking pussy dude like like what you get rebounds like you don't it's just good to not see you're rebound. not upset about it anymore <laughs> No, no, no. He doesn't no, no. care like, what people say online. I don't all. care what people say online, uh, except when it comes to basketball. Except for the why. ones, the one person out of like fifty who said that you were good and you retweeted it. <laughs> yes. 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 No, I'm I'm putting out uh, more propaganda about my basketball game because I'm going to make a like. It is insane how I've been depicted. My basketball game has been depicted in the Barstool universe, and I'm going to change that. And if it means I have to learn, how is it insane? What, didn't you go like three for nineteen in a game? 
That was the biggest bullshit ever by Dana. And I'll play Dana one-on-one. Dana, when we're out in Chicago for the thing we're filming at the end of the month, play me in one-on-one. Because that was put out, our team sucked, or we couldn't hit an outside shot. The only offense was me and Nick Mulcahy putting up points. Wait, but you you scored three baskets. I scored more than that. I was the leading scorer that game. That's what's the most fucked up thing. So you're saying you didn't go three for 19. I went four for 18. Okay. And most of those shots I took were trying to draw fouls because every time I was in the paint and I got a bunch of fouls, I went to the line the most. That's why I ended up being the highest scorer that game was because I was trying to draw fouls. Some weren't called, but this whole narrative, this whole narrative that I was just chucking up crazy shots and being a ball hog is so fucking ridiculous. So I'm making my own basketball content because I'm like, look, I've looked stupid and whatever in various different ways. And I really don't care. Like, you know, whatever I've been depicted in videos, but this basketball slander has got to fucking stop. All right. So and I'm putting out content. So they film Viva TV. I, my understanding is that they use cameras like on the court, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so apparently, so that's probably why that made it into Viva TV was because it was using like actual cameras and you just wanted the security footage from the other game. Well, so apparently the office has cameras. And if you look at the footage, it's perfect. Like there's cameras in the office specifically to capture these types of moments. Like that isn't a security camera. That's a content camera that catches the basketball court perfectly. I was actually surprised it was so good. So um, when when you're putting this together and you're looking through that, actually, I heard that you had you would ask the tech guys like numerous times for the security footage over the course of the week. I only, that is true. I only asked once. No, you I didn't. Just, <laughs> I, no, that is not true at all. Really? And this is, I'm actually getting pissed off because I just texted Fasoli. I was like, yo, Fasoli. I, no, I heard you asked somebody else too. Yep. So, yep. That then, so that's two. No, wait, 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 wait. wait. I asked Fasoli yeah. who then directed me to Zoopy. Um, Kevin. Mm-hmm. And then I asked Kevin. Kevin was able to get it to me. And then I was like, shit, I have this footage. I was having some trouble converting it because it wasn't loading. So then I talked to uh, Ben mm-hmm. and uh, who shout out Ben chopped up an amazing Pink Whitney tour videos. So then I talked to Ben and then I talked to Mackenzie and Madeline and I was asking like how exactly I should attack this if they wanted to you know, get their hands on it. If they and wanted like to help have you higher, <laughs> higher production value, or should I just run with it? Which I once, you know, once they, I found out they weren't, it wasn't as important to them as it was to me, which I kind of realized very quickly. I took the lead on it and I edited it. So you did a you good know, job. There's editing. more to come. There's more to come. The editing was good. And so we were out to dinner on Friday night. I had, <laughs> I had accidentally taken way too many mushrooms. <laughs> and I was watching the video. And there was one point where just like randomly in the middle of the video, you're like, and I'm sorry to anybody that's walking by in the background. I, I hope they're not doing anything like illegal or something that you're not supposed to see right now. And I started crying at the dinner table. <laughs> it's, yeah, people just walking on a basketball court. <laughs> well, I like wasn't looking in the background. So like if someone was doing something that's embarrassing, I just was apologizing because I didn't pick it up. Uh, Billy, do you think that one-on-one is a, a pretty fair, accurate representation of like somebody's basketball skill? Uh. I mean, people who talk as much shit as Arian Foster did in that two-on-two game, yes. <laughs> okay. 
Like he, there was a lot of shit talk done. If you couldn't get offensive rebounds, do you think you would have won? That's not basketball. That that's that how most basketball. people play one on one. No, no, that is for losers. That is for people who aren't athletic. Okay, so an- that- uh, okay, so answer the question. Do you think you could have won if you couldn't get offensive rebounds? I mean, do you think like then we might as well just be having a three point shooting contest? That's not basketball. No, he's gonna, are you are you precluded defense. from shooting a two? I did shoot twos. Well, you just said it'd be a three point shooting contest. Well, no, that's for like that's for people who don't actually compete. Like, if you can't get offensive rebounds, then what the hell is the point of even playing I mean, a one on one? Billy makes a good point that if you're not trying to rebound at all, you're probably very unathletic and not competitive, which is why Arian wasn't trying to get any rebounds because he's not he's he's an unathletic dork. He also tried to get rebounds once the game got close and he started actually playing defense and he claims he wasn't playing defense. I like had a step back three for the win. And he's like, Oh no, dude, I wasn't guarding you. I was like, dude, you were right up on me. I th- this is why I need to release the footage. Because, wait, wait, like Billy rewind that for just one second. You said once Arian started actually playing defense, which by the way, he claims that he wasn't playing defense for most of the game. It sounds like you just yeah. confirmed that Arian wasn't playing defense. Dude, he thought he could beat me, so he's being lackadaisical. He thought he was just going to like walk through. A trap game's a fucking trap game. It still counts. Upsets happen because guys don't try hard. That is competition. That is sports. So are you that admitting that you're not I'm, as good as Arian? Because I thought yeah, the whole thing was I'm, that you I'm were better. Didn't, I didn't put this out. Arian Rant had runs with Tracy McGrady. He In his prime, he was definitely like way better, like... He claims to be almost NBA caliber, and I believe him because he is literally an athletic. Like his hand-eye coordination is insane, and the fact that he doesn't even practice certain things and he still gets them in. Like for me to get my shot down, I have to like shoot for a while, get my shoulders loose, and that's when my shots start dropping, which you see at the end of the video when I hit four straight threes to end the game. But like I'm, I'm just showing that I have game because this Billy Bricklayer shit is, you know. It's it's you know what it is. It's racist. It's racist. People just expect me to be bad at basketball because I am a white person. That's what I'm saying. So I just had to put out. Nobody some calls stuff. Big T Big T Bricklayer. <laughs> That's facts. Right. I don't want to talk shit. Big T isn't involved in this. No, I'm just saying Correct. like Big T's white, but nobody <laughs> makes fun of him. I'm, but you know, people exploit me for basketball content. And I did to Arian. I'm sorry. All right, so and I should have consulted. But now with you're him filming yourself. So are you exploiting yourself? Good question. No, I'm exploiting the guys at the pickup court who <laughs> didn't sign a waiver. But uh, we're gonna work on the blurring effect. Okay, and, so who's uh, gonna blur? <laughs> Is it, are you I'm are you taking the lead on, the on that, Billy? I, I yeah, I'm taking the lead on that. He's editing um, now because it's he he's like. A uh, villain of project. The Bachelor. Like, he's yeah. getting a bad edit yeah. from everything. I just, I love that yeah. this is what lit a fire under Billy's ass. Just like, <laughs> get all the good content. So, you brought your GoPro with you to a, a pickup game with strangers, right? Well, no, I actually <laughs> checked it out of the Barstool office. Uh, so, it's company property. Okay. So, you, um, went, to, you, you went to the tech closet <laughs> and you're like, I need, I need a GoPro. Did somebody say why? Uh, well, I technically didn't think I don't think I signed this out right. So if you're listening, the GoPro is not missing. I just have it and I will return it in a timely manner when I figure out how to get the footage off the GoPro into the computer. Okay, did you not ask permission to get the GoPro because you didn't want to explain what you're going to use it for? 
there are elements of that. <laughs> there, there are, um, but uh, more that I didn't know how to use the system. Um, yeah. But it's fine. Where did you set it up during the game? It was actually I, I climbed the fence and had one of these joints, one of these these contraptions, yeah. motherfuckers, <laughs> and uh, I clipped it. And uh, I climbed a pretty high fence uh, to clip it on, and uh, it has great vantage point. You can see the whole court. And you probably went hard as fuck during that game. And everybody else was like, yeah. "Why is he going so hard?" <laughs> no, dude, the guys I play with go hard. We, we like that's not. We don't play this no rebound shit. We're we're all college athletes, and well, that's we not have great runs. No, it was fives. I wanted to show my five game. Right, but the rebound thing they were saying is only one-on-one. Yeah, but like that mentality like <laughs> is so loser. Like, dude, that's like nerd basketball. Okay, so Billy. Um, <laughs> that's that's basketball for people who just shoot and just get really good at shooting because there's they're not athletic in any other way and they like need that. So you're saying it's better to, to like, actually miss all your shots so that you can go rebound them. Dude, mm-hmm. whoever the fuck is coaching not following your shots is a loser. But is it better to make or miss them? It's better to make them, but you're not going to follow your shot when you shoot and get an offensive rebound and hit the boards. Uh, Billy, I, I like where this is going. I would like to see the raw footage from this basketball game. Which one? The one that you just recently filmed. Okay. No edits. Well, I'm making a highlight tape because I know I know. Yeah, I'm putting now I'm putting putting out my good edits. Yeah, I was like, I've had enough bad edits. I want to see. I I need to have the full edit. You don't get to see the full edit. Why not? You stole company property. <laughs> I didn't boss. steal company property. Yeah. I asked someone who. No, you didn't. I I did ask someone who then said, "Yeah, I put it out for you, but uh, the guy wasn't there, uh, so we couldn't sign it out. So just like when you go to pick it up, just like make sure you bring it back." That so. sounds like it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, you want to make a bet? <laughs> no, I don't want to. I don't want to bet on that. But I, I do. I do want to you... see the full Billy. I have to. I have to have the full footage. I'm sorry. That's how it's going to go. If you want to put this out, then I need to see the full tape. No, we don't have to see the full tape. Yeah, we do. <laughs> We don't have to. You're not going to put your propaganda out there. <laughs> I, that, was, that was recorded and, totally and edited on company property. <laughs> I'm I'm shamelessly doing propaganda. That's the bit. We're just doing propaganda. We're not doing real stuff. We're just putting out propaganda. Uh, Billy, <laughs> if you do not give me the full edit, I'm going to let everyone know that you did not get waivers and that it's actually illegal for you to put that out. And you're exposing this company to millions of dollars worth of lawsuits. That's All right, I, I will be able to get the waivers. <laughs> How? <laughs> I try to get them to sign the waivers, but they made fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> Is this are this the same group that kicked you out? Yeah, yes. for being yes. so bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, B- PFT. I don't know if you listened to last week's episode, but this whole thing started because Billy got kicked out of his group chat because. They saw that he lost this one-on-one match. <laughs> they saw, and so all of this is to just re- reclaim. But he needed fodder in standing. the group chat. With the dudes. So I mean, uh, everything, everything, all of this is chat. to get back into the group chat. Yes, his <laughs> friends kicked him out of a group chat when they saw the video of playing me and Arian, and then he was like, "So then he had to go get the footage of the one-on-one game that he was trailing like eighteen to six. Oh. 
But he couldn't just send it to them. He had to post it because the file was too big. Yeah. <laughs> so he posted the video online because yep. it was well, too no, big. Well, no, I went through all this trouble. I went yes. through all this trouble of, of getting this footage and converting the files. Like, I should make this into content because <laughs> I would have just done something that very easily could be called work. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But he actually worked too hard. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. So, so Billy, this is extra credit. So when you took when you took the <laughs> GoPro raised. this most recent time, did you take it because you just wanted to send that to the group chat, or did you have any plans for content with it? No, no. I thought this is fun. I can edit now. I'm going to make myself look sick at basketball to stop the slander. Okay. Uh, I love you, Billy. But I'm going to need the full footage. I'm sorry. How about I just make a low light and highlight? No, I, I want The to- thing is the full footage, it's more about an editing thing. The full footage, I just let it run the whole yeah, time. Right. So there's like games that I wasn't in. That's fine. So that's we, okay. we can figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. So Billy, you, you can't you can't do anything with that footage because of the waiver issue. If you get it to us, we will work. I can put it on my TikTok. No, you can't. Waivers. No. Didn't get waivers. I Dude, I got verbal waivers. You didn't get waivers. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit up Camo and see if verbal waivers is okay. No, dude, like, just I'm, like, I'm gonna email it right now. If I ask, if I text is in a group verbal chat, verbal waivers, yo, okay. Dudes, you can make fun of the waivers, but like, as long as you guys be like, don't sue, it's chill, right? And they're like, yeah, dude, whatever. So that's that sounds. You want to run that by a lawyer? That sounds yeah. legally binding. <laughs> it, it makes sense. Okay, again, going to need the full raw footage, Billy, or else you can't post it on anything because you're exposing the entire company to a lawsuit. You understand that, right? Yes, but like I could lose my, my job, Billy. I could lose my job if I allow you to do this. Okay. So sim- what if I'm going to get the waivers? Send me the full footage. Okay, once I can get it off this thing. Is that just like apparently my chip uploading? reader is too big for this tiny chip, and then I got I'm trying to get the cable, but it's not USB C. It's but like it a, sounded a second ago like the highlight tape would work for it. <laughs> yeah, well, I gotta get all that first. Oh, he's got to. He has to make another trip to the. I'm gonna put out class. the highlight tape yeah. first because it's gonna be really funny to see like how cool you can make someone look at basketball. No, Billy, I just said Versus you the cannot put it out. Remember, because of the waivers. No, but I have it on my TikTok, dude. You don't need waivers. Yes. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Yeah, you do. For your own TikTok. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What? Yeah. That you, would be. It's not the macrodosing TikTok. I it understand where it's TikTok. going. Right. Then it's only you that would get in trouble. So sure. Yeah. Go be my guest. <laughs> yeah. So not the company. So if they want to sue me, like, what are they going to get? Like my squat rack? <laughs> Billy, like, you're going to send me that raw footage. Okay. I will. At we won't point. post it on macrodosing if you don't. Nope. You can't get into that. I know. I'm going to suspend you from the podcast if you don't send me the raw footage <laughs> by Wednesday. Oh. Okay? Okay. Indefinite suspension. <laughs> and when I say raw, don't try to bill your way out of this one. I will be able to tell if it's not full footage. Send me the full footage. Okay. By when? By when? The only reason I wouldn't be able to get you the footage was not because of lack of trying, but because of logistical issues. Because of the card rate. Do you think having two full days to sort that out would be enough time? It's going to happen, but if it doesn't, it's not because I'm avoiding it. No, Wednesday is the deadline. Okay, Wednesday by recording? Wednesday by noon. 
So before the recording. Yes. Okay. Shouldn't be that hard. I'm I'm I've been trying all day. No, you haven't. I have. You just, you just need the card the, reader. The Q, I found the card reader. Then I realized, oh shit, it's way too big. So it sounds and like you then, need another, a different card reader. Right. Which, which they is have I'm trying to the, locate. And they have, they have it on Amazon, but I don't want to order it on Amazon if I can get it from, you know, somewhere around here, but they might not have it in stock around here. So they have it at our office. Mm, good point. Mm-hmm. For free. Mm, yes. <laughs> so then I have to go there, but I might not because I might have a thing. <laughs> These are actually real about your thing. thing. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Billy, when are you going to get me the footage? Twelve o'clock on Wednesday. Thank you. Or else, I'm indefinitely suspended until I get the footage. Correct. Well, no, that's not what indefinitely means. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good, good. Point. You're no, indefinitely not, suspended. suspended. And then I will, I will hear your appeal, <laughs> subject to the footage being sent to me, <laughs> and I'll take into account the length of time in between. Wednesday and whatever time that might be, and I'll take into account whether or not the footage has been altered mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. At all. Okay, well, let's... At, as of at right Billy, now, at all. There's three separate videos. Uh-huh. Because I was able to turn it off in between two. <laughs> okay. But there's one big one. So it's not edited. It's just three files. Okay, show me those files right now on the screen. I'm going to do that right now. Okay, let me see. Okay, I'm getting to it. Show us how long they are, too. Yep. Oh, wait, wait. I found them. Also, one footage is just... What are you doing, Billy? So the, I also filmed the game I wasn't playing in for my buddies to send it to them. Okay. Uh, so that's one file. That, Did you want that one, too? Yeah, send us all of it. We'll We'll be able to figure it out. Um, yeah, so there's one one-hour video, there's okay. one ten-minute video, and there's one five-minute video. So you only have three videos on there. No, there's other stuff from people who had the GoPro before me. I don't know who. Oh, it's Donnie. Okay, so Billy, what I want you to do now, the clips that you will be using uh-huh. in your edit, there are only uh-huh. three videos, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, now I want you to hold the screen up to the camera and show me what the thumbnail is on each one of those three videos. Yeah. So it is put your hand behind it. That's weird. Well, if you can see there's one video of me testing the GoPro and then the one of the shirtless dude, I'm not going to use. Okay. Um, and then the two others are the wide frame of the whole court. Okay. So the wide frame of the court one, that's going to be, one of them yeah that's and the, then long the one. one with my hand in front it's pretty obvious okay all right so send those three to me okay cool all right thank you billy good talk all right what else we got um apparently okay i know this is russia related but it was a very interesting story there's wolves uh around chernobyl that have evolved uh, to be more cancer resistant, and we're trying to study them right now for cancer cures, which is pretty cool. Shout out, chaps! That is cool. Very cool. <laughs> I like wolves. I feel like wolves get a bad rap. They don't really—they don't kill as many people as we're told, right? Growing up, no, wh- we read Snow White, we read all these fairy tales, the big bad wolf. In reality, wolves are—they hunt, they chill. Dude, wolves 
Wolves used to be a huge problem. Really? Like we overcame how big of a problem Wolves were, but Wolves were straight out like the invention of the firearm has really helped us uh, as a species because without it, we'd be dealing with Wolves like way more on a daily basis. Like they're just reintroducing Wolves to Colorado. Yeah. And the impact that they're going to have on ecosystems and especially livestock is going to, you know, it's uh, it's going to be a problem. Also, black bears. Black bears used to be a huge problem. Black bears kill more people than grizzly bears. I thought they were bitches. No. Depends. They go after the weak and elderly. Like a kid? Yeah. Like a kid in Rutgers got killed by a black bear. What? Yeah, they're in Rutgers University. There was a kid who got killed and eaten by a black bear. Whoa. New Jersey has the most black bears per uh, capita of any state. I'm reading the story right now. It's back in 2014. Yeah, dude. I mean, imagine if you were like hammered walking back from a party or something, or you like fell asleep outside and a black bear just eats you. Oh, the the kid took a picture of the bear as it was running at him. What? Yeah. Is, did you see the picture? Yeah, probably, you can see the picture. Probably should have been running oh, the other shit. direction. Yeah. Not to speak ill of the dead, RIP. He's trying to get it for the gram. Yeah, that's tough. What How big it? was the black, black bear in that photo? 300 pounds. Holy shit. What's the, what's the saying where it's like the types of bears? It's like brown, it's, stand it's down. What is it? Brown, turn around and fight. Black, no, no, it's, black. It's, uh, Run no, into the night. It's a black fight back, brown lay down, white say goodnight. What's a white bear? Like a polar bear? Polar bear, yeah. Just means you're dead. They're vicious. They're crazy. Yeah, they are crazy. If a pol- oh my God, this guy is a big guy too. Oh, the fuck Darsh that bear Patel. Up. Dude, this is why you got to bring a dog, man. I was going to think that would have stopped the bear. Yeah. Oh, because. Things about bears, if they get no resistance, like a black bear, if there's no resistance, they'll, that's where they'll take you out. But if you if they're like, like dogs chase off bears all the time. Literally, we made an alliance with wolves way back in the day just to make sure that bears got scared off. How did that go? And other predators. Do you think that- uh, Awesome. Like No, no. I'm saying like, how do you think the alliance happened in the first place? Oh, so it was just like, hey, these bipedal- monkeys really like produce a lot of trash like maybe we should just like follow them and eat their scraps and they're pretty good at killing things too and they eat all the meat but we can chew on the bones and then they start getting closer um you know the nice ones that don't attack anyone tend to stick around and tend to breed with each other while following uh the nomadic groups and uh you know the puppies are cute um they get picked up and pet um, and they end up getting domesticated. That's a, that's quite an alliance. Yeah. Yeah, Wolves Rock. Uh, Big T, you teed off about anything? Um, Not teed off, but I did have a, a, a realization yesterday. We've talked before about how traditional Thanksgiving food is like kind of mid. Which I disagree. Okay, but I think, <sighs> I think Arian has agreed for the most part. And uh, the Super Bowl is what Thanksgiving should be. Okay. The Super Bowl is when we as Americans are like, today we have pizza, wings, burgers, fucking 
ever ever all of that stuff dips oh, yeah all the dips buffalo chicken dip ever all that stuff and you have it all at once that's what thanksgiving should be that's actually a pretty good take i i like thanksgiving food i love turkey i love the deep fried turkey i like the mashed potatoes the stuffing the mac and cheese i like all that super bowl food is pretty fucking good it's awesome you get the best pizza all at once you grill hot dogs sausages and all the beer. Yep. There should be a beer holiday in the United States. Oktoberfest. St. Patrick's Day. Those are both foreign holidays. America should have its own beer day. July 4th. Yeah, July 4th. 4th of July. That's No, but that's about something much bigger than beer. I feel like Memorial Day is the more beer holiday than July 4th. It's about something way bigger than beer. Correct, but just in the way it's celebrated. Should we make a well in, international beer day? Wait, beer day? No, no national na- beer. We day. should have just beer day in America. I think it was. It's on April seventh. Oh. National beer day. Should we? Should we make it a thing? What's the one month that needs no, another holiday? April. April, low key. Yeah. April does. It's Sunday, April seventh. Hmm. National. Also, great like beer. The whole like uh, seltzer craze, try to take out beer. Beer stood tall. Stood so tall. People still drinking beer. Come at the king, you best Just, not miss. Yeah, dude. Lost a lost cut off a lot of fat of people who didn't actually like beer and ended up drinking seltzers. Mm-hmm. Didn't need them at the party. Nope. We're stronger without them. Yeah. I like real the, beer drinkers only. I like Big T's idea though. It it is as much as I love Thanksgiving, Super Bowl food is elite. It's the best of the best. Yep. Tenders, fries. It's the best food day of the year. It is. It is. The wings. You get wings at the Super Bowl party. Good dips. Good, like a dip day. Yeah, dip day. Yeah. Cheeseburgers. What about what about Super Bowl desserts? Where do you guys stand on that? Well, everyone goes home. So nobody eats sweets? I, I had, I had a, some I had a Super Bowl some fresh last baked night. chocolate chip cookies with a little vanilla mm-hmm. ice cream between them last night. There you go. My family we always used to make like a Rice Krispie treat football field. That's and that's, we'd like that's the, outstanding. We'd get yeah. like the lot. We draw like the lines and like the food coloring. Like it was so funny because like my dad like loved doing it. Like we would always make fun of him. It was like his favorite activity. I like that's that fun. so much. You have a picture of it? Oh, let me try to find one. Yeah, find and we would put like. Um, uh, like straws as like the touch the goalpost the field goals yeah so we'd like stand them up let me find a picture I can rice krispie treat very underrated best fantastic yeah, yeah if, really and good. if you know somebody who can make them well even better they're not hard to make I need to, it's I like get th- but it's there's butter, a ratio ra- of yeah. stuff that you have to get precise that was like my mom's claim to fame as like the PTA mom she made the best rice krispies the consistency <laughs> is is key yeah. yep. <laughs> can't be too chewy can't be too soft I would like to see a picture of that Rice Krispie treat. Okay, I'm going to find one. It sounds amazing. We get that. We get a it's turtle cake. Fun. This yeah. sounds like turtle a turtle cake. Yeah. Yes, it's similar to that. Speaking of the uh, of the uprights, they tried their best to have a doink last night. Yeah, congrats to you oh. for no doinks. That, <laughs> was a, that was a bet you were sweating. I thought for sure when I saw that CBS installed a brand new camera to catch a doink just in case there <laughs> happened to be a doink during the game. I was like, I'm fucked. I'm so fucked on this. There's going to be a doink. And there was one last year, and there was one this year on a kickoff, which didn't count for the bet. 
Um, but yeah, no doinks was a sharp play, very sharp play. Was oh, that minus seven fifty? Minus seven fifty. But I doubled nice. my bet from last year that I lost. Oh, sick! So I ended up being up a small amount of money. So we're back. I don't think I'm ever going to do it again because you sweat every time they kick. And uh, there were I think ten or eleven extra points and field goals attempted. That's kind of awesome though. Just a ten acute moments in the game when you're like shitting yourself of terror. Yeah, so that that was my thought when I first went into the bet last year. I was like, yeah, you know what? Like, I've got I got something to look forward to every single time there's a fourth down almost. And uh, then when it actually happens, it's just too much. It's too much. That'd be and, a killer. And last year, at least I think he hit he hit the doink on the first field goal. So I was done. I, I was over. That's so better though. That's that's way better than this year where it was like overtime and overtime, and now a new rule in overtime. Yeah. Where both teams can get the ball and there could be two field goals or more in overtime. Yeah, I was sweating that out last night. Um, it turns out I broke Vegas. It was the only bet I hit last night. Really? The only bet I hit last night was the I was with you on uh, any punt to be a touchback. We got fucked there. Yes, we did. Uh, what else did I lose? I had the wrong color for the Gatorade. I took blue. I had a hot tip that if the Niners won, it was going to be blue. It was purple. I had red, which was a, a pretty square play, but I was like, both teams are red. Maybe they use red. Yeah, my, my intel said that the uh, the 49ers don't change their Gatorade color if they win. They only change if they lose. Interesting. And uh, this individual told me it was probably going to be blue and lost some money on that. What else did I bet on? I bet some dumb bets. Uh, both teams to score a touchdown and a field goal in each half did not hit. Uh, I bet that a lot. I had that last night as well. Yeah, it's... I think it's usually 2000. pretty good odds for it's harder than it sounds. It yeah. doesn't happen a ton, but it's usually like plus 2,500. Yeah. Uh, it actually neither half had it. So the 49ers had a touchdown and a field goal in the first half. The Chiefs did not. And then in the second half, the Chiefs had a touchdown and a field goal, and the 49ers only had field goals. Oh, wait. Can I also ask you a question? Where did you get that PFT 69 jersey? Uh, the Niners sent that to me like seven years ago. <laughs> really? Yeah, seven years ago. I, That's a good I, I just one. had that with a tag still on it in my closet. <laughs> That's a good one. I think that survived two moves. I was like, you never know. You never know when I'm going to need this one. Uh, so at least I was able to get one wear out of it. I don't think I'll ever wear that again. But yeah, no, you had a, you had yeah, basically every 49er scoring anything. Yeah. I did. I had a lot of 49ers scored. I had Karloftis as MVP, just in case. And mm -hmm. when he recovered that fumble at the start, I was like, we're off to a good start. That's a good start did for us. Did he get a sack? I think he had a couple pressures. He might have gotten a sack. Uh, let's see. I'm on the box score right now. Karloftis, where you at, bro? Here you are. He had two tackles, half a sack. Three quarterback hits. Pretty good game. He got close. MVS first touchdown in... Joyce, Joyce sick. Juicek. Juicek. Anytime. Anytime touchdown. Yep. That, that was for Boomer. Boomer picked that, so I had to tail it. Uh, but yeah, just lost. I lost a good amount of money last night, but it could have been a lot worse if the Doinks, if the Doinks didn't bail me out there. So I'm happy. I'm happy. But um, all right, anything else we want to get into? Just gotta go shoot these free throws, man. Yeah. So, so we're about to do this DraftKings challenge. Oh, yeah. By the time you're listening to this, it will be Tuesday. We might still be shooting free throws. If I would bet it's still going on if you listen to this in the morning. I have to get out of town for vacation on Wednesday. I'm sure you have the pull. Wednesday morning. 
So I, I hope that you can make shots, Big T. I will be blaming <laughs> Big T. I can make the shots. I know you can. It's everybody it's else. else. I was hot this morning. I made like 22 in a row. I love that. What is your guys' – what are you guys setting the line at for how long you guys are doing this for? So my understanding is there could be some special guests which help tremendously. If it were not for them, it's genuinely not possible. And there's mulligans, like, right? Yes, but you can only use one per round. I think it's I think it's okay. four. Okay. I think it's four hours. Four hours what? That's the line? You're setting the line yeah. at? Oh, you have no idea what you're in for. Uh, maybe I don't. Is that delusional? <laughs> yes. So Quiggs tweeted to give you an idea. Um if we assume that everyone oh, oh, Quiggs, the, the misogynist who, tacky, tacky. who <laughs> attacks okay. wives of football players. Sure. Successful women. Yeah. If, yeah. if you assume that everyone participating is a 75% free throw shooter, which they are not, uh, you're that's the same as trying to hit a 41 leg parlay with each leg being minus 300. Okay. Yeah. If you take it to... Uh, but that's not including mulligans. Sure, but you can only use one per round. But that's also not taking into account the fact that the good shooters can shoot the majority of the free throws. Dave just has to make some of them, right? Correct, but everyone has to make at least two. Yeah. If Wait, quick question on the rules. So you can do 10 straight. You can hit 10 straight, mm -hmm. and then someone else can hit five, then Dave takes a shot, and then someone else has... Like, yes, but everyone at, has to make two. So then at the end, you just take, oh my God. If you Damn. take that number down to 60%, which is still way too high for the entire group, it, it'd be like minus 150, 41 leg parlay. Every leg being minus 150. It's going to be tough. It's going to be very tough. Speaking of uh, these contests, I'm watching Jeff D. Lowe attempt a bunch of shots. Jeff D. Lowe, not a basketball player. It took you him, have like a live feed on your computer or it, something? It took him seven minutes to make two three-pointers. No. Are you serious? Jesus. Which brings me to an, another point I'd like to address. Jeff D. Lowe should have to compete in the dozen at some point. <laughs> Ooh, I yeah. like this take. I he like should. this take. He should. He sits behind his little screen with his answers, and he, mm -hmm. he laughs at us when we get him wrong. This, like, and then after after you lose, or even if you win sometimes, you'll be like, wow, I really thought you were going to get that one. Really surprised that you didn't get it. Uh, <laughs> Jeff needs to put his money where his mouth is. Jeff needs to compete in the dozen at some point. People hated me for this take forever. This was my take on Trebek. Trebek would always get a little smug when people didn't know the answers <laughs> as he's looking at the card. Yeah. Rest in peace. Mm -hmm. Rest in power, King. Great but, guy. Like, I, I was never a huge fan. What about, but who would make the game? I'll do it. I'll write the questions for Jeff D. Lowe. I'll put. <laughs> but then, is it really the dozen? Doesn't yeah. he have other guys who yeah, write do questions? Yeah, have Gooch do. I don't trust. Well, I don't. I don't trust Gooch to write questions for Jeff D. Lowe oh, and no. to not give Jeff D. Lowe like way too many hints about the types of questions that are coming. <laughs> Gooch, Gooch, I trust that man to be anything but biased towards Jeff Jeff D. Lowe. Oh, really? Yes. You think? I, you think I trust him with my life. Okay. He was going to the Triv League. When it yeah. Came out. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. right. Remember, yeah. Bob, Bob was willing to jump. Gooch was willing to jump ship. Yeah, I'll, I'll be of whatever service I can be to to facilitate this and make it happen. Should I? I don't know. Should you get a team? Um. But like, who would be on his? Yeah. Team? Like, would it have to be people who never compete in the dozen too? Yes. He has to have Joey Chestnut. <laughs> Joey <laughs> Chestnut on there. Um. Yeah. There's. I mean, there's a lot of people that he could choose from. 
Or he just does what, like, you guys were doing that one-on-one tournament, like the niche thing. I'm going to figure it out. We're going to figure out how Jeff D. Lowe can compete because this guy, he needs he needs to understand what it's like on the other side of the camera. It's one thing to say, I can do this, I can, I can read these questions for you, and I'm going to be judgmental. It's another thing to actually understand the pressure that comes along with being on the dozen. Because you do get dozen brain. Dozen brain happens all the time. Yeah. Billy. Yes. How do you feel about competing with Jeff? Um for me to be on his team. <laughs> yeah. I have I've had some pretty decent dozen showings. They're rare and far between, but uh yeah, I'd do it. Are you currently on a team? I'm on the macrodosing bench. Mm, so no. no. So no, so he's no, not. He's not. Yeah. I like whenever I need to sub in, I'll sub. But yeah, I'm not on team. More because every time I've been on a team, uh we win, but then like we never get put in the playoff. It's weird. I think there's an anti Billy bias to the dozen. Well, now, and uh we'll see. All right. So Jeff, I'm challenging you. Play in a game of the dozen. Compete against the experts. That's what I want. I want to compete against Jeff D Lowe. Mm-hmm. I think Where you did guys- you guys get the name the experts? Uh Jeff gave it to us. <laughs> which I hate. It's a it's a terrible name because if we lose, it's like the experts. Nice, great job. No, uh, Jeff came up with that originally. So the dozen goes back to like 2017, 2018, when it was me, Jeff, Ken Jack, Tyler, R.I.P. Trill Weathers, still still with us, just no longer at the company, and um, Liz Gonzalez. And Devlin was our producer. So we did this show on on Sirius Radio every day called Big If True. And then it got canceled because of COVID when we had to just get out of the studio. So we weren't allowed to do that. So then we started the dozen trivia from home during COVID. And then it became what it is today. But it was me and Brandon as the first two. Uh, and we would just compete against everybody. So Jeff was like, you, you guys are the experts. It's your show. I don't like the name The Experts. I don't think it's a great name. I think it does a disservice to me, Fran, and Brandon. Actually, no, Fran is an expert. Fran's, Mm -hmm. if anyone is an expert, Fran is an expert at pop culture, celebrity mashup, things like that. Unstoppable. But I don't like having the name The Experts. I feel like it puts, it it gives us, I guess it's good for Brandon because Brandon's whole brand is like fucking something up that he was supposed to do easily. So I understand the humor in that. But um, I would prefer to change it if we could, which we won't. Because Jeff's a tyrant who won't compete. I like this take. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Me too. I've said my piece. <laughs> also, I, I'm seeing the free throws now and it's brutal. Where is that? Uh, it's. I'll send it right now. It's bad. It's from the Yak Challenge. Um, and it just, he airballed like the first like seven. <laughs> seven minutes to make two three-pointers. Jeff doesn't have to shoot in this free throw thing, right? No. I hope not. Oh, wait, does he? No, I don't think so. Wait, then why is he here? Actually, he might. I asked him this morning. He said he wasn't. Uh, one last thing. Did you guys see maybe my favorite video that's come out recently across all Bla- Barcel platforms is RA doing foul shots? Yeah, oh, that so was funny. insane. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. It is so good. I I love his I love his form. I love everything about RA. I he should be here for this. He should be competing. He should. <laughs> All right. Well, we will see you guys on Thursday. And uh, I'm not going to be here on Thursday. I'm going to go on vacation. One of my vacation days that I take each year after the Super Bowl is over. So I'm going to be out. I'm going to be in Florida. If you live in Florida, come say what's up. I'll be out. 
find me. Love you guys. Make sure to watch Last Chance Uganda Wednesday night. Yes. If you don't have Valentine's plans, or if you do, watch it with your date. Uh, if you watch it, it it will get you together with your date. If if you watch this show with Billy and Donnie, with Billy crying, if you watch the show with Billy crying, you're going to fuck. Yeah. All right. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's like the notebook for guys. Exactly. We go to the pyramids in Egypt. That's when the first cry occurs because it's just so beautiful. <laughs> I love it. It was really weird, dude. It, it had to be the malaria medication. I love it. I laughed so hard that I cried numerous times on Friday. That might have been the mushrooms. <laughs> love you guys. Kohler Smart Toilets introduce a new standard of design and cleanliness, sculptural forms, intuitive technology, and total personalization with integrated warm water cleansing, heated seats, and warm air dryers. For peace of mind and convenience, there are touchless lids, seats, flush, and a self-sanitizing bidet wand. Now you can even use voice commands with Numi 2.0, featuring built-in Amazon Alexa. Explore the complete lineup at Kohler.com slash smart toilets and discover what you've been missing. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.